And we're back on another Monday with the fabulous JK Around. You can say that again. It is a Monday, and we're excited to be here. And JK uh, Around. Pencils down, everyone. Yes. It's oh, time. Well, or pencils up, because time to take notes. Um, Might want to write this one down. Yeah. we got a hot one. Hot one for you this we're, week. We're pretty sure there's. it's going to be a hot one. Obviously, we don't know that, what comedian we're going to talk about, but when we talk about him, you're going to get a lot of knowledge or, right into or your hers. Ear. Or her. Could be a her. Okay. There's a lot of hers in this yeah. hat. And, and guess what? I didn't want to be. It wasn't a sexist thing, and uh, it was a totally uh, upbeat, wonderful comment. Him or her, and and these days it's it's it because we don't we can be gender neutral, and I think that's the exactly. safest way to go. Yeah, I think most people should just be referred to as it's mm-hmm. um, women, women especially. Yes. And just to make them more equal than mm-hmm. anyone else. Uh, women especially, so. but I would have said hermaphrodites especially. Mm, but I mean, hardly different, of, hardly different. I like that word hermaphrodite because mm-hmm. you can picture it mashed up inside all that. And guess what? It's not a hermaphrodite. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a hermaphrodite. No. It, w- once again, the the woman, uh, the, the female taking precedence, which she mm-hmm. so often does in our society these days. And it's a wonderful thing to see. I remember reading a while ago that there was a movement in the nation, actually, to mm-hmm. uh, push the word to itmaphrodite to, again, gender neutralize that term. Well, and that would have been, I mean, the, the nation is a forward-thinking place uh always has been always has been yeah i mean they're going to to break molds Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. make differences in that way and 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 they've made plenty of strides doing those types of things and and continue Uh, to for sure they are the bob the builders of government yeah and i'm so proud can i just say i'm just so proud to be you know one a, a person in the nation uh, mm-hmm. and to be part of such a culture, such a culture. Yeah. Rich and steeped mm-hmm. with uh, just just that, that warm, friendly government feel. Now, uh, Kevin, I wanted to mm-hmm. say last episode uh, for me um, was a bit of a downer, I felt. <laughs> I was um, a little bit... Uh, I was under the weather a bit. I had gone through a cleansing ceremony. I don't know why that affected me mm-hmm. so n- negatively in a way. Uh, but I was a bit of a, I felt a little bit down. And and this episode, I'm going to try to keep the energy up. And I, I okay. just wanted to say uh, a bit of an apology, uh, apology to our listeners. If I seemed a little bit lethargic la- last episode, that won't happen again. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're mm-hmm. back and we're having a good time. And this is, I, and like you say, the nation is wonderful. Life is beautiful and everything's great. Um, so where are you right now? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm, I'm still in the desert. Oh, that's great. It's been, it's been a long, long, arduous journey. Uh, with no end in sight. Okay. Really. Whereabouts, though? Um, like, um, uh, whereabouts in the desert? It sounds great. As far as I can tell, it's the middle, mm-hmm. because uh, everywhere around me is just heat and sand, and directly above me are four very large birds been circling. I think they are budgies, or maybe the winged blue-breasted booby. Um, I can't see because the sun is directly in my eyes. Well, as a lot of people don't know, but I'll inform them, our deserts are overrun with budgies and boobies, and uh, they're everywhere, uh, the eye can see, which is kind of a good thing. Have you eaten any boobies or budgies? 
Uh, it's pretty much the only thing to eat mm-hmm. um, I mean, and to drink. They are 90% feathers, uh, which a lot of people don't mm-hmm. know. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of meat on them. No. Uh, but and they look fun. We've been just breathing in hot desert air. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I, this beard was a good idea in the mountains. That was a good idea, oh, but now sure. it's... It's now it's a sand catcher, and there's a big there's a big movement where people are being uh, they're really attracted to men with beards, and so you're out there, and I and I get it. Uh, I hear that you're you're maybe a little bit hot, but boy, you're also looking hot to a lot of the ladies. Uh, I guess yeah, if, um, it has helped me get you know uh, cut, as they would say. I, I think it, I it's a this beard. It's a neat idea right for the ladies to picture you out in that desert, sweating away and and trying to make it through the uh, the the wilderness, looking so fine. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. I mean, that's going to turn on some ladies. Maybe we'll get some extra lady listeners, and they'll be going, "Hey, uh, you know, listen to the JK Round podcast. There's a real hot guy with a real hot beard in a really hot desert, and uh, and that's going to turn some." Uh, Turn some faces. Well, if I ever make it back, uh, we'll we'll have a big old pool party. At, <laughs> that at, sounds uh, fun. Yeah, at the Nation Swimming Park, which um, right now is uh, going strong um, and sometimes too strong. Um, it used to be that there was that rule, of course, you know, that was reserved for tennis players, people that. And that were pl- you play tennis, you get really hot, you can go swimming. Uh, but when it was realized there's only one tennis court, of course, uh, why then are you only having like two, three, maybe sometimes four people if people were playing doubles, triples or doubles, um, in the pool at one time, it seems like a waste of, of a pool. So they said, all right, we'll open this up to the public. Well, then there was just this great groundswell of you know, uh, Nationians who, uh, um, capital cityites and, and that all ran in and said, well, let's go swimming. And, uh, it, I mean, it is a, a great pool and very refreshing. <laughs> well, you know, it, it annoys me though, when there's that many people, I mean, look, I can deal with scorching hot desert and mm-hmm. walking for just endless, endless miles. That, mm-hmm. That's what I set out to do. But when I hear that back home, there's people just lined up to use the pool, mm-hmm. that, that is just irritating. Like, well, grow up. I mean, the, the problem with that, the, the thing is that people aren't able to uh, use their slip and slides anymore. Yeah, that is a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a huge problem, and mm-hmm. I'm tired of these leftist, you know, conservative, democratic, uh, left-wing, liberals. Lo- loony liberals saying, you know, pack it up, pack up the slip sides because uh, yeah. they're not safe, and oh, let's put them away with the lawn darts and the yeah. Atari 2600. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, and, and you go one person into a tree and all of a sudden we're you know rolling them all up and and uh throwing them in a landfill and that's not good yeah. for the environment and this is a this is a government and and we don't want to get on our soapbox and talk about the government here but this is a government and I'm trying to keep it up that uh, insists on you know the green thing and uh they are against mm-hmm. this whole capitalist greed thing and they're trying to save the environment and then they fill a landfill with slip and slides i mean i ask you what's happening yeah. here kevin 
they're trying to disguise it, you know, as, oh, this will be the new water park. Come bring your kids. But you don't want your kids playing in used slip and slides. Right. Because that, and, like, what are we, Mexico? And slip and slides all around this uh, dug-in crevice, which all face each other. So now the kids are going down slip and slides and crashing into each other at the end. It is madness. And uh, frankly, I have half a mind to do a, uh, you know, change.org petition about it. (laughs) Sorry, uh, just earlier, Joel, you said that you had half a mind, and that made me laugh in a comedy joke way. (laughs) It made me, because you said half a mind, and most people, they would have to use most of their mind to get through just half the day. Well, one of the things that you know about me, and that is that I'm highly intelligent. A lot of people have said it. And sometimes I forget it. <laughs> Makes it funny when you when you point out something as obviously comical as you have half a mind. Mm-hmm. So but I just got to say that was the half the mind thing. Skillfully done. Mm, well, thank you, and uh, and uh, I'm sure I will do something else funny, and maybe I won't. But guess what? We're still gonna have a great time because it's the JK Round podcast. You're out there. Yeah. Um, a little bit of news from back home. Uh, good. And and I know you're you uh, are in a pretty good mood, and I hope that this doesn't change your mood. Um, but uh, recently they've opened oh at uh, <laughs> at Capital City University um, a comedy wing. <laughs> now, Son of a bitch! No, calm down, Kevin. Calm down. We're having fun um, now. Of course, I applied to uh, be one of the profs there and was duly rejected. Uh, My interview went, well, I thought it went okay, but obviously there's something going on there where they don't want somebody like me there. And uh, Did did you use that half a mind line? Because maybe they took that literally and they don't know yet that you're just joking around. I I had them in stitches. I had them laughing. But I I think that it's one of those things where they say, we've noticed the JK around. We see what they're doing. And guess what? The government is going to take comedy now. And they're going to say, no, this is our our area. And and we're going to control it. And and, uh, we don't want this guy, and and you included, to... uh, uh, you know, get in here because we're, they know, we're, we're anarchists, uh, comedic <laughs> anarchists. <laughs> sure. And it, I it, mean, it, it's a joke, and I'm glad you're laughing because it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, because if there's one thing that I've been pushing for personally in the past seven years is to get the government more involved with comedy. <laughs> you and who else, sister? I mean, uh, both right? of us have sat here and we've said, uh, let's, I mean, we're trying to educate. We're trying to bring it to the common man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's mm-hmm. what government is there for. It's, it's we the people. Bring it out, get it regulated, get it workshopped. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, create uh, the bills mutate. to go along. Yeah. Create, yeah. mutate, um, but definitely just get the uh, proper infrastructure that will support comedy well into the future mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. our children. Yep, and our children's and our children's, children's, children's children. Yes, and then their, yes, their children as well. And to 
all of a sudden have a, uh, uh, the university uh, and, and they're opening a whole comedy research wing. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. in my head already. <laughs> yeah. We had these plans drawn up in 06. Yeah, plug us in. Plug us yeah. in. And they won't do it. And uh, boy, uh, what a slap in the face. What a kick in the groin. But look, we're yeah. not going to let that get us down because this is a great episode of the JK Round Podcast. And guess what? We can still do our comedy, Kevin. And we can still teach yeah. our lessons. And uh, they're going to be a little bit more well thought out and planned and and uh, informative than I dare say. Capital City University. I'm just saying, well, did you show them my headshots? Did you? Did you? <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to. I mean, I brought them, but they, they barely listened to anything I had to say. Um, mm. They might as well just slam the door in my face. It's bureaucrats. Yeah. That's the problem. I got through, like, only 160 of my blonde jokes, and I was <sighs> just getting in on the Tarzan things, and they were like, get yeah. out of here. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem is these right-wing, mm-hmm. Republican, mm-hmm. you know, hardcore capitalists just mm-hmm. trying to hone down on every little facet of our lives. I mean, I, 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 I was sitting there and I said, let me give you my, my puns because I have quite a few puns. Sure, uh, sure. I had a few puns prepared and they were all like school, university, college type puns. And... Mm-hmm. Like- uh, Pencil neck and uh-huh. you know use, using things like math supplies in your jokes. Just just saying mm-hmm. it for the for our students yeah. if they want to I mean, get some eraser. I don't even know her. That was one yeah. of the lines. Yeah, that, but that was it's like a, a follow up to something else I said. I can't remember exactly, but um, and they, yeah. they they sat there and and they I mean the, with their Disney stares. I mean these these oh. guys are Disney uh, freeloading. Uh, you know, like you say, uh, conservative crackpots. And, yep. and they, they look at me like, where's the, uh, where's the, the where's the, the Pepe beef. Le Pew? Uh, I was going to say, where's it? But you know. Oh yeah. And, and I, and, and once I'm out on my butt, uh, out on the street and it was just embarrassing. And, uh, but now I know it's, it's a conspiracy theory, man. It's, yeah. Well, wise man says, you know, you can kick a clown to the curb, but you can't kick the curb out of the clown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't teach it to joke. So um, no. that's the second part of that. You know, te- bring a clown to water, but you can't make a joke. Um, mm-hmm. It'll turn to stone. Yeah. You can you can uh, drive a clown in its car, but you can't make it come out uh, more than you would think could come out of such a car. I mean, there's yep. m- many different ways of putting it, but it yeah. all means the same thing. Yeah, give a clown a hand job, you eat for a day, teach him to masturbate himself, you live forever. So it's just that perfect sort of idea and and the dichotomy between those things. There's um, a lot of those good sayings, you know. Yeah. Some of the good parts about the mountains. And if you go to the westernmost, look in the cave. Because I etched a few of them in there. Well, hydroglyphics are just so funny. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's take a quick commercial break. Then we're going to get into this uh, comedian from the hat. And guess what? We're going to show that Capital City University how much better we are than them. That's right. Go Bluggaglins. Go Fighting Bulligans. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. This week's episode is brought to you by the JK Around Cartography Kit. That's right. We got our very own brand name on Smack Dab on this one. Yes. Uh, Smack Dab made the cartography kit, but we put our name on it. I mean, you can basically just put your name on anything. 
and smack sure. dab will do it smackdab.com slash the jk round that's our store um and it and it has cartography cartography kits w- w- so far um kevin uh as everyone knows is traveling all over the place uh, nationwide and doing all the places that you you wouldn't typically go and maybe you don't even want to go that's right i've been traveling all around i started off before this journey using uh, this particular cartography kit because we always want to test approve our products sure. before we give them out there. And boy, was I impressed when um, I took out I took out this kit, opened it up, a whole bunch of sheets of paper, yes, uh, pens, pencils, and two two count them two rulers, mm-hmm. thirty centimeters each. You need that sharp edge because you're going to be drawing um, some great grid lines in order to properly um, mark out your map. Um, and, uh, (coughs) you should bring some water if you go to the desert too. Wow. This is what I've heard or a jukebox, but these, uh, these rulers now, um, Mm -hmm. they also are, they have two inches written on them or one inch. They don't have like all the inches. They don't have all the inches, but they do have 30 centimeters a piece. Yeah. But you only get... You only need so many, like an inch, just so that it shows that it, that equals a mile or whatever. Oh sure, but when you're uh, when you're drawing those grids on your uh, blank sheets of paper, mm-hmm. trust me, you're gonna want a nice smooth thirty centimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels feels real good to the touch. Um, so you just draw that grid up on there. Um, maybe use uh, a protractor if you have one handy, and start mapping your day out. And and uh, uh, Kevin has sent me uh, a myriad of photos. A lot of them were over Facebook, and some sure. of them I think you texted when you were in an area that you could text them. Or if you didn't yep. have what you didn't have Wi-Fi or didn't have three G, you text it. And yep. then at other times it was uh, just a G, an email uh, to my Gmail yeah. account. And mm-hmm. uh, these are all pictures of your maps that you've yep. made and I'm looking there and I'm going wow I've never seen such detailed maps these little what did you use for mountains I think they were triangles weren't they they were um capital case m's if you look really carefully oh. I just put them all connected and oh, so it looks like they're touching there. yeah if you hold it a little bit more perpendicular you'll okay. see okay. yeah uh-huh. if I hold it upside down it actually looks like uppercase w's well, yeah, and if you notice at the bottom, that's what I used to to represent the waves of the ocean. Oh wow! And so, oh, wow. so you want to make sure you want to make sure that you're holding that map the right side, or else you'll be you'll be swimming in the mountains and climbing the water, mm-hmm. and uh, that just that just gets your day ruined. Well, um, by the way, uh, when you get this map, uh, this ma- uh, cartography set. Um, mm-hmm. smackdab.com slash JK Round. You get a big one, a big piece of paper which has been folded up in um, mm-hmm. the way you fold maps. So it's that kind of very narrow sort of fold. And be careful because you unfold that thing, and chances are you're not going to be able to figure out how to fold it again. But don't worry, That's right. we've included <laughs> instructions. 
Yep, it's all there for you. Uh, it makes an excellent gift for, you know, uh, anniversaries, Valentine's Day is coming mm-hmm. up, Mother's Day gifts, mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, occasions. People don't just, even need to be a... travelers because they, they can use it mm-hmm. for the, like, a, I did it for uh, a couple of the rooms in my house. just so. Yeah, that... I, saw you, I saw your living room one. You, mm-hmm. you uh, emailed me that one and wow, I gotta say that. Uh, what was that? A square, I guess. A square it's just a for square that coffee shape. table. Yeah. Well, yeah. the this coffee uh, the room is square shaped, but then the coffee mm-hmm. table is a, a rectangle. Believe it or not. That's right. And, That's right. And uh, the scale is about a, a foot. Um, three feet is an inch, I think, or two centimeters. I can't remember what the scale is, but it, you got to be really specific with that, or else people aren't going to know where they are in your living room. But right. uh, it, 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 it's a great little set, and it's, it's approved by us. And, That's right. Uh, so if you want to support the JK Round, you know, or more importantly, if you are going somewhere or you just want to map out your house, get this cartography set because, boy, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Three simple payments of one ninety nine ninety nine. And mm-hmm. it's all yours. Mm-hmm. Plus shipping and handling. Listen, let's get back to the show. And yep. uh, let's give these people their free education <laughs> about <laughs> uh-huh. comedy. All right. Well, well, thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah, that's the JK Round Cartography Kit. And we are back. Uh, Hello. <clears throat> what's this sound, Hello? Kevin? What's this sound, Kevin? That is, uh, can only be one of two things, either the answer back in your kitchen, or you've got the comedy hat. Uh, right. Bing, 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 it's the ladder, sir. Oh, <laughs> zing, a little zing about the ants in your yeah, kitchen. Well, and they have, they have had that problem, but uh, it's off season. They do make that noise. That's oh, the they, creepy um, yes, because there's, there, there's, I have a lot of leaves. I, I figured if you put a lot of leaves in your kitchen, you just pile in a bunch of leaves, um, the, the ants are going to be deterred. They're not going to want to crawl through all the leaves uh, to yeah. get to the crumbs and the snacks and the sugar and whatever's on my, my counters. Uh, but lo and behold, you just have a bunch of ants crawling through, rustling through leaves. Um, and especially you turn the lights off at night and they're kind of keeping you up because that's when yeah. they come out, they feel safe. Um, and, but then again, even during the day, because the leaves give them a protective covering. Uh, so, and those ants are strong. I mean, they're carrying whole bagels through the leaves, uh, heading back to the hole. I don't know how big this hole is, but, uh, it's a little bit crazy, uh, mm. uh what's going on in my kitchen. But hey, you know what? That's a little thing that I have to deal with, but it only happens around springtime. Oh, that's good. When um, the chestnuts are ripe. Mm-hmm. So, are we ready? I'm ready. All right, I've pulled a name, and I will now read it. (gasps) It's about time. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. about time. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller and uh, And look, it it wasn't it that you pulled out of the hat. Just like we corrected at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Comes full circle, 180 degrees. It is Phyllis Diller and 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 uh, her husband Fang. <laughs> <laughs> right. What well, uh, uh, now? Now for the children, Joel. For the the younger mm-hmm. listeners, mm-hmm. and um, not not saying children children eight to nine shouldn't be listening to this, but seven to uh, seven and thirteen plus. Yeah, those are the ages. 
that might still be listening to us, mm-hmm. um, you know, right right before that difficult time of high school. But anyways, the what I'm trying to say is the younger generation might not know who the PD really is. Right. So Joel, why don't you give a rundown a little bit of some of the amazing credits just on this woman's list alone. Well, Phil Dill was an old comedian in the style of the more modern um the one that's got all the plastic surgery, um, mm-hmm. angry, yelling, uh, jo- uh, Joan, Joan Rivers. Jo- Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Uh, Phil Dill was kind of like the um, the inspiration behind Joan Rivers, I would say. Um, yeah. And, and I don't yeah. know if Joan's going to admit that uh, where she's sitting, but if yeah. she did, she, you know, she'd say, yeah, Phil. I mean, this is Phyllis Diller was one of those uh, smoker voice... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, woman about town sort of society person, but then with a, you know, let me run down my husband, uh, you know, kind of the leader of the neo-feminist kind of backwards sort of um, alcoholic kind of still dressing trendy sort of old Mm -hmm. woman kind of uh, thing. And and basically she was a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a stand-up comedian who did things for women, who did things mm-hmm. for comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, she did the same thing for women that Rosa Parks did all those years ago for women. Yes. So, I know, would say that for big sure. Strides. I mean, uh, the only thing was that Rosa Parks became famous. Her story became famous. I don't even think Rosa Parks was ever really famous. So Phyllis Diller kind mm-hmm. of, um, as far as... What we've learned these days, and this is kind of an aside, but it applies. What we learn these days in in the modern age is that awareness Uh is the most important thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. So uh, Rosa Parks rode on a bus. Uh, She wasn't allowed to sit on it in the way she wanted to um Mm -hmm. and everyone got their panties in a twist well that's right now eventually she was allowed to sit where she wanted this Mm -hmm. happened in middle town small place america and you know eventually there was a movement it made things better for a certain group of people great oh yeah, it got it caught wildfire. Actually, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people who would remember this instance of just just a woman wants to sit there, and if she wants her panties twisted or not, mm-hmm. she should be allowed to just sit on a bus. Well, that wasn't going to happen, Kevin. It's her uh, prerogative. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. And and she was a woman in the same way that Phyllis Diller is, although we don't want to really draw that much attention to it because that's not that's kind of excluding exclusive, right? But that is. Yeah. But Phyllis Diller was in a time when women maybe weren't as funny, or at least they weren't allowed to be. And they weren't allowed. That's that's the more proper way. They and, weren't allowed to be yeah. funny. And uh, if anyone was caught laughing at them, boy. Uh, would that that man, you know, quote unquote man, He'd be and big old quotes, coals. yeah, cross coals uh, hotter than a Japanese Thursday, and they'd be sitting there going, uh, "Listen, Frank, why don't you not come to this diner anymore? Because you think that broad is funny." Well, look, dames aren't funny. Uh, yeah. Phyllis Diller stood up and she goes, "Let me tell you this, <coughs> dames are funny," you know. Yeah. Oh, Philly D would crack it down madcore. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so that all the homies in the hood don't play no more. And then everybody stood up and they went, Dillaroni, you're nailing this thing. Yeah, and so the Philadelphia Dilly Pickle became the it woman to go see in comedy. That's exactly right. If it weren't for her, uh, you wouldn't get that old claptrap of the audience yelling things, you know, P. Diddy, P. Dill, P. Dinkus, P. You know, all these different... They would just shout out as much as they could just to get her attention, and she'd come back on stage, take a big drag of that old cigarro, uh, cigarello that she would smoke and say, hey, and people would lose their goddamn minds. It's just so funny. And uh, by the way, if it weren't for her, you wouldn't get that claptrap Rosie Barr. Um, oh. You know, Barbarilla wouldn't be around if it weren't for Philly Dilly. Um, Barbarilla, Philly Dilly, all of them leading up to modern people like uh, the Mo Choho, Margaret Cho. Mm-hmm. Um, all those, all that sort of Def Jam women comic. The ones I guess, that are really... saying, the ones that are saying we're as funny as men, or mm-hmm. it doesn't even like. Let's not even acknowledge that there's a difference. We're just yeah. funny. You know, Um, and and there's something to respect in that. Mm -hmm. Lisa Lampanelli, uh, as often quoted, Phyllis Stiller is one of her favorites. And the lamp dog is saying just outrageous things on stage. Uh, And if it weren't for bravery of that caliber, oh, man, the the least lump wouldn't be uh, lumping up on stage anymore. Lampy Pinelli is... Exactly that. She's a Phyllis Diller ripoff, if you if you want to know my opinion. And you know that I love Jeannie, or Lisa the Magic Lamp Linelli, but we call her Jeannie because she's the genie that comes from her magic lamp. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in you know, as much as I love her, is uh, she's a ripoff, you know. Uh, and she took what Phyllis Diller da, did, but then made it cr- more crude. Now let me ask: uh, Did the the P dot? Did she ever use ventriloquist dummies? Or am I thinking, am I getting her mixed up with... uh... You know what? I think she did. I think she did. But that wasn't her calling card. That's Um, true. Her calling... Yeah, when you wear as many faces as the Phil Dill Mill Trill did, it's hard to keep track. I mean, what a versatile little bitch. If you're going to sit there and say that she's just another J-Duff using puppets to make a big ha-ha, then I'm going to throw a B-Force cake in your pie hole. As you rightfully should. Right, because what her what her calling card was to me, mm-hmm. and I mentioned it earlier on, was the whole anomaly of her fang bits. Um, oh, yeah. That the stories of meeting her husband, and, <clears throat> and he's got this big old tooth. And that yep. was one of those storytelling things where you go, there's something funny about someone's appearance, and let me make light oh, of yeah. that. Oh, that makes storytelling into a whole new avenue, where mm-hmm. now you've got, you've got directors like Quentin Tarantino taking a node from Philly D, mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, I'm going to make Fanglorious Bastards, just because like she mm-hmm. used to call her husband that, because he had the big old tooth. And, you know, she would drop that B-bomb rock steady and say, this guy's a fanglorious bastard. Well, a little little kid at the time, little uh, innocent, bright-eyed, starry boy Mm -hmm. named Quentin Tarantino Tarantino. 
took note of that, and after he made a ton of really depressing movies, he made a historical drama that told some truth behind it. Now, that's an interesting impact that I guess you could call a non-sequitur of her comedy, but still, it does diverge right into it at the same time. It's amazing that today we can see through Q-Tip what PhD really influenced and and what's so heartbreaking about that though is that when you play back the tapes and you go <clears throat> what would the good doctor look like in this day and age as as and, and i mean would she be mm, accepted i mean let's talk about mm. a lot of this you know uh cigarette uh hate that's going on uh, and all she's doing is sitting there talking about uh, lighting her husband's big long tooth as if as if it's a ciggy. And 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 I agree. You, you step back and you go, wait a second. This probably would have been rejected in this day and age, and maybe it is if you go to the comedy clubs. Oh yeah. Oh, let, I agree, Joel. Let's drop a few of the first isms that are always going to be in her way: sexism, uh, feminism ageism, all the things that say, no, you can't be who you are. Now we've got smokersisms where, you know, smokers can't just be themselves and smoke inside and, and so on and so forth. Um, I, I, I cannot believe that she made it as far as she did with all, all that hate these days. Well, I mean, but in those days, it was a different, uh, it was a different time, and and some might even argue a better time, uh, um, a time where yeah. uh, outspoken yeah. women um, with scratchy voices and um, probably a myriad of bad habits could still become stars. Yeah, uh, beautiful. <clears throat> With that, I think we should sell something again. Try to sell something. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, oh God, we need money. A- amen. And we will be right back. All right. So this product comes in from Henderson's. Henderson's. Henderson's bar stools, mm-hmm. to be specific. Henderson's bar stools don't leave home without one. Right. Uh, or, the, these are some uh, sturdy yeah. t- stools, uh, and I, I only got, I got to sit in one at, at the showroom, and uh, they were they. I mean, even when I was at the showroom, they really tried to sell it to me, and I and I was like, you don't have to try the heart because this is a great product. It's a great stool. It's got a cushion, mm-hmm. uh, wooden wooden legs, or you can get the ornamental uh, um, wrought iron. Yep, Solid and a big old iron. cushion right on top of it. Mm-hmm. Plush. Yeah. And uh, it, and you don't want to leave home without this stool. You know, if you ain't plush, you ain't much. And I'm just putting that out there because they paid us the big bucks to put on this, this uh, ad. I mean, their slogan is don't leave home without it. Uh, yes, and they said they specifically said they really wanted us to stick to that. Wanna, and, uh, okay, because <clears throat> I'm just saying that, you know, Maybe something about the plush seating or yeah, the... Yeah, and it, it, we can mention... It is know, plush and it the, is solid. The wood is good. And, uh, I, I, the I'm wood, always a sucker for the rhymes. The, Maybe legs are so, the legs are so solid and thick. I mean, the yeah. thing is, if, when you pick it's it up, bulky. it's quite heavy. It's quite heavy. Yeah. Very, very uh, sturdy, though. You're not going to fall over on this stool. Yeah. And that's why it's no, good to bring sure. it with you wherever you go. Bring, 
I guess that is the point. Yeah, don't leave your home because you would never know uh, when you'll need a uh, quite a large bulky there's, bar stool or so two because you want a set of bring at least two, two yeah. or three. Yeah, yeah. buy yeah. four, but bring two wherever you go. The thing is, mm-hmm. you, you never know when you're going to need to sit down and who do, you're going to sit down with. Yeah, and uh, who are you going to sit down for, even? Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's you walk in. Have you ever walked into maybe your boss's office and they say, please, take a seat. Well, you bring out Henderson's bar stool. You say, hey, I've got my own. This guy says, hey, he knows how to have fun. And, and, and. I'm gonna, I'm gonna promote this guy to be my personal executive assistant. And guess what? All of a sudden, you're not sitting on a seat that's like you know a couple feet off the ground. You're on Henderson's right. bar stool. That's a different height, yeah. and you're gonna be a cut above the competition. Yep, you're gonna shine out uh, like a bright, beacon. dazzling beacon. Beacon. beacon off the no off the nose of a. Uh, Stork. Mammoth. Mammoth. Yeah, st- ma- a ma- this mammoth, mammoth stork. stork. Look, Henderson's bar stools, they're really great, and don't really get home big. with that one. Just it'll, don't. It'll probably fit in the back seat of your car, probably not your trunk, but don't leave home without it. And we're back. Um, that was our message from Henderson's bar stools. Um, so... Uh, I just want to say that we basically, Phyllis Diller, we, I'd like to see that in Capital City University. I'd like to see them do that kind of well-rounded, it wasn't a homage, it was a lesson. And it, and it, and, and Mm -hmm. there was so much learning going on about, you know, her uh, style and and what she did with her um, comedy and then what you can take from that. We told them. We told them at the beginning, you, you're probably going to want to take notes on this hot and heavy episode. They're going to listen to one of our episodes and get a whole lesson plan from it. And that's what frustrates the H out of me. Because, you yeah. know, now we, you know, we're giving this thing away for free. We're putting it out there in the, uh, the whole ent- in the world. Um, I was going to say in the Ethernet, but I think there's another word for it. And yeah. it's out there in the Ethernet, and everybody's... You know, going well. Yeah, you know what the problem is, Joel, is these neutral politicians mm-hmm. who, you know, they won't go to the left, they won't go to the right. Ugh. They're just sort of sticking in the middle. They won't make their minds up, and they're the ones pushing their thumbs down on the little guys, saying, yeah. "Hey, we're going to invade your schools with bureaucrats and not get you the real learning yeah. that you need." Yeah. But the learning that you want for all those factories yeah. that just yeah. make Hello Kitty dolls yeah. and. Uh, and Hello Kitty Malls. Yeah, have a ba- have a backbone. Have an opinion. Right? Stand up for yeah. something, man. You know, and and, yeah. and hopefully that's comedy. Something I mean, I don't agree. I don't agree with any politician, but I support them because it's the government, and that's yeah. the right thing to of do. Course. Of course, but it's tricky. It's tricky mm-hmm. when you're sitting here thinking, "Hey, why don't you elect Joel and Kevin from yeah. the JK around?" Yeah. and we you know, could maybe use that... a job. We could use a job. Here we are hawking uh, Henderson's mm-hmm. bar stools. Don't leave home without them. But guess what? We could be sitting there in a comfy desk on Henderson's yeah. bar stool teaching comedy. And frankly, we deserve it. I think, uh, I don't know if it's just the hot, dry desert air or the fact that I'm quite dehydrated and haven't had water in a while. But I think that you and I could make it, Joel. I think that we could, uh, we should run. Run for uh, 
mayor of of Capital City. Well, that's certainly a very interesting idea, and I, I would be interested in having a discussion about it. But before we do that, I think we should get into the tweet of the week. Oh, can't wait. That comedian, oh, why'd you find the funny comedian? Oh, why'd you find the funny? That comedian, I don't get the joke. Explain the funny to me. Of course, everyone that hears that theme song will know that there's, it's not really the tweet of the week because we don't do one every week, but it's, <clears> it's no, just but tweets. We call it tweets. It's a segment called We got tweets, tweets now. You know, we, we tried to focus in on certain uh, comedians that may or may not be named. Yes. But, uh, y- you know, we found that once you broaden your horizons, mm-hmm. your horizons become broader. Right. And if we remember what we just learned from Phyllis Diller, <clears throat> broads are funny. And, exactly. And uh, so then that your your horizons become funnier. Yep. The um, broader they are, the, the f- harder they fall. Mm-hmm. And, and the funnier they become. Um, two broads in the bush is worth a funny joke in the hand. So... Um, you can beat off a clown. So this week we're looking at a tweet. And by the way, people can send in tweets, like go check out mm-hmm. this tweet. Um, I, why is this funny? But we just picked yeah. one at random and it, and it, and it, because we thought it was funny. And it's by Rain Wilson. Um, Rain Wilson of The Office mm-hmm. and Megamind. Yes. Was it Megamind or was it Monsters vs. Aliens? Some dumb did shit a, cartoon did a, movie. He did a movie that had to do with uh, playing drums. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also a folk, uh, fake superhero movie. And also he has a website, What what talks it's the Thinker website. It's about yep. thinking and... Uh, and I think all that, it's all that mind. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. about high too. Mm-hmm. And, the, and he's into uh, that kind of thing, and and so he and but he's a com- comedian, um, mm-hmm. t- doing the comedy acting. So let's, funny guy. He's a funny guy, and let's see why. So this is his tweet. I'm like a fatter, older, uglier, unfunnier Paul Rudd. Now, okay, so after we just glorified this guy right. for I don't know how many umpteen seconds there, yeah. this yeah. this guy turns it around on us <laughs> yeah. and saying that he's not that funny, he's not that great, Kevin, but we all know he is. Kevin, can I, can for the students, and students, get your pencils up again. Um, mm-hmm. uh, get those pencils ready to write because I'm going to tell you what this is in itself deprecating comedy. Now that's a big word. Yeah. Did you hear that? Wood in the air. Come on, Get kids. Get your woods Write up. It down. Uh because self-deprecating comedy is very funny and widely used. And, and I think again that's what we Rain's come point here. Yep, and we come full circle as you'll notice students uh near the beginning I pointed out that Joel made a little joke, a uh, little wordplay comedy. Uh, that was in of itself self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. He said that he had half a mind, right. and I pointed out, remember that this is funny, yeah. and we all do, and we all learn from it. Well, Rian Wilson has obviously studied at a similar uh, realm or school of mm-hmm. comedy. Or, or he's listened to our podcast. He could have listened to the podcast. Uh, the, let's I'm, not put it past him. If he uh, passed the first year exam, then yeah, I'm sure he wrote this joke flawlessly. 
just today, probably. He's also he's also doing what we call pop culture comedy. Mm. Little little pointing because you have uh, to know who Paul Rudd is. Yes, reference famous reference famous very famous actor, very famous other comedian, pretty mm. handsome, handsome enough to be on, you know, Friends, Forty Old Virgin with Seth Rogen. And the and and there's a third tier to this. And mm-hmm. and that third tier is saying something that doesn't need to be said. But if he yeah. said, I'm nothing like Paul Rudd, which is in a way what this tweet sounds, mm-hmm. you would say, why are you saying that it's not very funny? But if he does it in this sense, I'm like a fatter, older, uglier, unfunnier, he's taller... You know, um, yeah. Paul Rudd is like saying, I'm nothing like Paul Rudd, but in a way that goes, wait a second, you know, you've just undescribed yourself, uh, you know, and yet you you want to be associated with Paul Rudd, maybe, or, or you know, yeah. and so there's a lot of other yeah. things going on. But to say something that doesn't need to be said is funny. Yeah, well, Paul Rudd is classically handsome, like mm-hmm. an Adonais or a Hercules or a, a David. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas Rayan Wilson uh, looks uh, like a classic, like a, one of the Beatles. Um, and I mean the insects, not mm-hmm. the band. One of those stinky Beatles that farts juice all over you and, and when it feels scared. Um, mm-hmm. But Paul he Rudd... He does that with his face. Yes, and, and Paul Rudd has this beautiful, these beautiful blue eyes and this boyish grin, and um, kind of just like that adorable face. So boyish good looks, and, and really, you know, he kind of looks like a good-looking version of you, Joel. If you yeah. if you had like more uh, of a shape to your face, like uh, more of a he's like a he, welcoming look to you. Yeah, he yeah. would kind of look like you. If uh, my eyes were even more blue, but and mm-hmm. but kind of kinder. If if I had kinder eyes, yeah, and yeah. kind of a um a like more a worthwhile like a worthwhile smile. An impish, like, you know I, mean? I would say an impish grin. You know, if like my just grin anything, was more impish. Anything that's like more inviting than yes. your actual smile. Like a lighter demeanor. Yeah, because you know? your smile kind of looks like a, a Cheshire cat mixed with the Joker. It's like right an now. unhappy smile, like an angry smile. Yeah, it's kind of like someone cut a smile shape into the stomach of a pregnant woman. Right. Yeah, then I would look exactly like Paul Rudd. No, that's what it looks like right now. No. Yeah, I'm, what I meant by that, I would look if I if I if had it looked a, better, a different yeah, smile, if it, if it, not the one, not the pregnant cut sure. out smile. That's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If your yeah. face wasn't basically the equivalent of a C-section, then yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I would be just like Paul Rudd too. That someone had puked on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, then yeah, I'd be exactly it, like Paul Rudd. I could I could see a resemblance. Yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and and uh um just if I did my hair differently. So, um I think we've explained why this tweet is funny. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we've kind of I think nailed another episode and um I'm <laughs> yeah. going to forward this. You know what? You're telling me. The the interview that I did for the university um staff there it was a 
you know, like I say, they basically kicked me out right away. I only had a chance to let them listen to like 10 of the episodes that we've previously done. Um, <clears throat> I skipped the intro because I thought they're going to catch on as it goes. And we listened to, you know, the first uh, eight, eight to 10 episodes. They had me kind of fast forward some of it. I was like, we're not fast forwarding any of Zach Shade's episode. It's very important. Like, there's a lot of information there. And, uh, but eventually they basically slammed the door in my face. Uh, but uh, I hope I'm going to forward them this one and, and hope they listen to it because I think that it's got a lot of good value. Okay. And and I'm going to keep this end part in. So if you guys have listened okay. to the end of it, okay. think about Kevin I, and I and uh, for professors. Yeah. Ignore ignore be... all the politicking we did earlier. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have pol- uh, politics into your classroom. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I'm still going to brave this desert. Yeah. Hopefully by next week I'll be in a new location because this uh, – this is this one's getting old. I gotta tell you. Well, and when you, uh, you know, if you if you would bring back some budgies mm. and some boobies, uh, if you could, because I I mean just uh, not for to eat or anything, but I like if you can keep one in a cage or something like that. I just think those birds are really pretty. Yeah. Well, I could bring at least one. Uh, I mean, we have an ava- we have an avatorium here, but I think it. Hey, be, how about cool. this, students? You decide. Do I? Bring to Joel a booby or a budgie. We'll call it boobies or budgies. Boobies and or budgies. You, you, you can all vote on uh, JK Around. Facebook.com slash JK Around. Um, YouTube.com slash JK Around. JK Around at gmail.com. Dot com. Uh, L- LinkedIn, LinkedIn has a bunch of numbers. We will have that on the website. Um, yeah, and do that... F- students give us your uh feedback budgie or booby just tweet us budgie or booby just one word budgie booby yeah and uh that's the easiest way to you do can it. even do a color if you wanted like blue, bu- blue budgie blue booby or, or, or pink budgie or green booby whatever you want um, i'll tell you right now there are green budgies and blue boobies that's it that's there all there are, are? No choices there okay are no sorry choices. sorry i thought there were many uh, a plethora or plethora of colors but uh, we hope that this episode has been more upbeat and uh, it's been such a great time and we just want to say contact us uh give us a a, a what if scenario and have a great week <laughs> Classes.